0: Hello, good afternoon, we are here again, aren't we Bruce?
1: Yes, yes we are, sorry, but I, I am here, this is so a, I was just faff- I was faffing around at this end here in Oxfordshire a, And you're there in, what?
0: Eh, what? Yes <laughs> <Can you? laughs> This is always <laughs> going to be a problem isn't it, because we can't see each other We don't quite know when the other person's going to talk and yes. we always end up talking at the same time. But, you know, that's just... That's right. I guess if we but were we'll really think after- really organised, we could do this on Skype so we could see each other. But that would just... I think that would be too freaky.
1: No, 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 no. no. I wouldn't be able to work that out. And you think after nine shows, because this is actually show number 10, everybody. Earcorn
0: yeah? number 10.
1: This is actually officially the collector's edition of Earcorn. Everybody listening. This is the official collector's edition. So this... Particular podcast is probably could be worth a few bob in a few years time isn't it mark <laughs> do you not think
0: yeah well, yeah are we doing like this yeah? doing a sort of special platinum uh disc signed we can uh thing we we can do that's all i'm going to say
1: i mean we, we i'm not saying we will but we can do that that okay. is something that we could do if we get enough interest from our listeners maybe we maybe we'll do that at the moment we're not we're not quite getting the um we're not quite Getting the uh, well, we are getting interest. There are some, there are some hardcore fans out there that, that keep on yes.
2: um,
1: telling us that they are enjoying the show genuinely, which is, which is very genuinely lovely.
0: But um are those the ones you know to, you went round there and knocked on the door and kind of said, "Wait, what do you think of our show? Tell me right." Oi, right.
1: No, no, I didn't do that. No. Actually. Well, yeah, there has been a little bit not... of
0: an uptick actually in in, oh, in sales well, in sales in a listenership oh, in the last week.
1: Yeah, it's quite quite exciting. <laughs> Gosh, how exciting! No, but that idea of going around and knocking people's doors isn't such a bad idea, yeah. actually, Mark. Uh, if if need be, I'll do that. I mean, I live in this little hamlet, so there are, it wouldn't take me long to go around like six other doors and knock on the door and say, "Oi, you! What are you <laughs> up to? Why aren't you listening to Earcorn?" And they'll say, "What's Earcorn?" and and get, and f- and fuck off. And I've got a gun and I'm pointing at your head because uh, yeah, because they have guns around here because it's farmer land. It's land and they have. Um, there's something extraordinary about. I can't believe it. I mean, I know America's got lots of guns, but there's something. There's hundreds of thousands of shotguns here in this country, um, or, or licenses. Have we talked about this already? I'm a bit. You I'm know, bit we worried. may well
0: have We'd... done. I realised last week I was. I started <laughs> talking about something that I'd already talked about in the first one. It's like people are going to be going, "Oh my god, they've only they've only done nine, and they're already repeating themselves." <laughs> And the gun license thing actually isn't that exciting, is it how many people
1: have a gun license in the u k as a subject matter? Yeah. if people are listening to aircon because it says this is two creative types talking about the challenges of being creative and then we're banging on about what did I bang on about last week? It was just ridiculous the planes, planes noisy yeah. planes, wasn't it? yeah, it was quite oh, funny don't, know, what, <laughs> I to your I don't know do you do you? It was always weird though living in
0: Kirtlington Park when you know you'd open. I just opened my bedroom door and then there'd be like Martin the. uh, I don't know what his official role was, but you know he'd be like walking by occasionally with a brace of pheasants in one hand and a shotgun under his arm and like morning. (laughs) Like it was perfectly normal. Yes. Okay. There you go.
1: Well, it's like it's like when we were there and they quite often used to have the hunt, didn't they? Oh god. So you'd be so you kind of try to get you try to be getting home along the long drive, but there would just be thousands of. Of little doggies and lots of people yeah, on horses really drinking, drinking sherry. I know it was very strange. It was a very strange thing to watch, isn't it? Close close at hand because you're thinking, this is rather strange. But it's now illegal, isn't it? And you're not meant to chase foxes, but they 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 kind of get around it. I, I say actually
0: called a uh, um, I can't remember what number it was, but they were and reported them <laughs> on one occasion because I knew that they were breaking the law.
1: Oh, what and you grust, you reported the actual... them? Yeah. What what the, the actual hunt at the house? Yeah, did you? Yeah. did yeah. you? Yeah.
2: Fuck, fuck oh.
0: them! Fuck them! Fuck breaking fuck the law. First yeah. of all, it's barbaric oh, anyway. But you know, they were yeah. definitely um, hunting with dogs because I could hear them. Yeah,
1: yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Does but well, I mean, what what we learn from this, listeners, is, is don't don't cross that law line with Mark Crozer no, in town, cause I Sheriff will. Crozer. He will. I will. Dub you in it.
0: Dub you in. I like yeah. doing that. I do actually because you, you were talking last week about calling. You know your uh, complaint line. I, I've done it a few times here actually. Called and complained.
1: Oh, and has that yeah. led to any? Has that led to anything? I mean, I mean no. I, 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 never. Have you ever <laughs> had? Have you ever had any satisfaction, as it were, from your? Well, the other side. I've never
0: seen you know like anyone kind of turn up to investigate. There was one time a couple of years ago. There was. It was about 9 o'clock at night. It wasn't that late, but, you know, it was... Somebody was working on their car, and they were just... It was one of those people who had, had like, a really, really noisy car, and they'd taken... They'd done something to the exhaust pipe, you know, to uh, make it noisier, and they were playing really loud music. It was like... (laughs) I just thought, fuck this, I'm calling... You you can call a number where you... And I just said, some idiot down the street is, like, making a racket, and it's bothering me. yeah. And you know, of course, I, I knew very well. I even said, like, by the t- I'm sure, if if you come to investigate, by the time you get here, it'll be it'll be finished. But, but just so you know, it's really annoying.
1: But it's interesting that that thing with cars, isn't it, and with music systems, because you 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 never hear them playing a very loud sort of um, operetta, do you? No, you're, you're right. You it's always them, the worst kind of music. It's always that <laughs> do, 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 do sound. Yeah. Um, but never Wagner, not n- n- never yeah. a, a, a sequence from the from <laughs> Wagner's Ring Cycle, is it? Right. Why is it always? Doo, 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 doo? I think well, they do it on purpose just to annoy us, don't they? They find I loose. think it's,
0: it's just, a, uh, and it's always it's always a man as well. Always, n- yes. it's never yes. a single time would you look in there and go, oh, there's a, there's a more woman in there playing loud. Yes. It's just these like testosterone-driven young men who have to make their mark and let everyone know that they're, they're out there, you
1: know, (laughs) they're out there in their shitty Voxel courses or whatever it is that they have over here uh, with big wheels. And it's the the thing, which is always funny if the the young lads will get a car because, you know, they'll they'll get their first car. And of course the insurance is fucking phenomenal when you're young for uh, having a car over here, Uh, but it's probably Mm. the same in the States, isn't it? So they'll, they'll pimp up some, Cheap piece of shit with <laughs> yeah. um with bigger tires and the bigger exhaust pipe. I mean, I've seen some absolute, extraordinarily huge exhaust pipes. Yeah.
2: Um.
1: And then they all meet. They all meet up with their 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 crappy cars with big exhaust pipes and um down the I don't know down some car park on the edge of town. Um, but my God, we sound old. Well, I just sound really old, didn't yeah, I? Then that's, that's- y- young folk with the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, let's get on to something more interesting than just whinging for another half an hour. <laughs> no, we won't. No, because this is this is the collector's edition. So people are expecting a certain level of quality today's show. So what I would like to actually say to you, I've, I've written something down there, Mark. Um, yeah, I'd like to, before we, you know, eventually get to our topic, should we say what our topic is going to be? and then I've already the forgotten, actually, so you'd better say, yeah. No, well, the topic that will be coming up a little bit later in the show, listeners, is motivation. Mm. Okay, motivation, how to be motivated, how to get yourself motivated and make stuff if you're a creative person, but that also applies to people who, who don't necessarily do, um, you know, make music or or write stuff, but yeah. just how do, you, how do you get your mojo flowing, as it were um, so that's coming up a bit later, but before that we have some more meandering nonsense so this one here, I've got written down here, abiding memories right, Mark abiding memories so um and I was inspired by this because I read something in a George Orwell book I read at the moment and they were talking and the character was talking about when he thinks of his mother when he's when he thinks of his mother he always imagines his mother doing one particular thing and when he thinks of his father he thinks of his father always like in the shop doing one particular thing so I thought that's kind of interesting abiding memories of people that are that you've known Mark um I mean they could be alive or dead to be honest. But I suppose, <laughs> okay. speaking speak about dead people is a little bit, maybe it's a bit a bit weird, but maybe not. So, um, an abiding memory of a person, it's always to do with that. So, when when I say a name, for example, I'm going to start, I'm going to kick us off, right? Somebody we're both familiar with. I know who you're going to talk okay.
0: about. I, <laughs> I knew you were going to mention him before you even, as soon as you are saying abiding memory, it's like, oh. Okay.
1: Here, so we, go. here we go. So, give us an, an abiding memory of our
0: friend Bert. The, the prim, primary thing that comes to mind is that crisp packet um with this oh. with his face on it because I've got I've got it on the yes. fridge <laughs> yes. I got some of these Burt's crisps in uh I don't even know if we've ever mentioned this before that Burt's uh, the face of those real brand crisps no I don't think um we have. No. but last last time I uh, it, it's a game that I play and I'm sure a lot you do as well is spotting them in unusual places and last place I saw those was uh was in the um uh, Paris Charles de Gaulle airport uh, shop and I bought a packet and ate them and it was very funny. It's always a, you know sort of a comforting thing to like see Bert's funny, face yeah. around the world, and especially if I haven't seen him for a while and I hadn't mm. even been to the UK. I was in Paris and there's Bert's face on this packet of crisps. And, uh, Do you want to
1: describe um, actually what he what his face is what well, we talked about doing? this before is what? this one of those things where we we're be it like, doesn't we're matter. About it really doesn't matter it's a really good one Who gives a fuck it's our show we can do what we like and also it's an advertising thing for Burt's mm. Crisps no and it's not Burt's Crisps
0: what, no well Bert's what, Crisps man- Burt's Crisps is, is a brand isn't it they're called Real Crisps it's another crisps. brand that's
1: confusing oh yeah. god it's confusing so what are these crisps called, called who Real, manufactures Real Crisps, crisps Real Crisps okay so Bert's
0: the salty sea dog of the salted flavour crisps with a, okay. a seagull on his shoulder, and a big bushy yep. beard, and a, yep. and, a, and a captain's hat, sea captain's hat, okay. and uh, yep. it's very funny because I always have so, I always have the um, desire to you know go up to the cashier and buy this us and go I know him, <laughs> he's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that uh, it will <laughs> sound <know> totally <laughs> insane. He's <laughs> my friend. Yeah oh yes okay sir yes that'll be 45p you go and enjoy your friend (laughs) (laughs) my friend (laughs)
1: oh dear Uh, and um yeah so that is an abiding memory because well it's a funny one isn't it because that's a slight cheat because you're actually seeing his face but how about also I'm going to push this even further so that's an an abiding memory and I get that but also when you when you think of Bert someone comes up to you and goes, Bert, like that, Bert, then you might think of the Chris Packet. But also, what do you think is a typical Bert pose? What's a typical <laughs> all Bert very pose? Weird. As opposed... To- uh, <laughs> we can move on a, from a Bert at some pose. point, don't worry. But yes, well, you know, so, okay, let's, let's do another one then. So for example, no, no, for, for me, when I think of Bert sometimes, I think of Bert very slowly um, stirring his coffee. Okay. Because... He would take a very long time to stir his coffee. Right, it's very strange, but it just kind of it was quite fascinating. The amount of time it would take, I, and I could hear his coffee being stirred next door, okay, very slowly. Um, so that was like an abiding memory of. But and the, uh, the other one is him sat at his computer.
0: Right, that computer yeah. that looked like In, a aurac out of uh, Blake Seven. It was just like a box with a load of wires sticking out of it, <laughs> and it had this extraordinary whine, didn't it? Ray. Ray. Ray.
1: Yeah. <laughs> True. and we we'll be sitting there chilling out wouldn't we as we did and he'd be sat on that really impossibly uncomfortable wooden chair um, and, he'd be st- and he'd be prodding his computer with that sound of that um, yes so anyone else how about how about family members how about your mother should we talk should we bring up your mother now go on let's not talk about on.
0: my mother um, I'm not sure how interesting this is going to be to anybody who, does, who doesn't know my mother um do 't try it memories, of, my, on, try memories it. of of my of my, Ab- my, my
1: abiding mother. abiding thoughts she's not you know she's still with us so abiding thoughts she when is. you when you picture when you picture your mother now what's your mother doing
0: oh she's probably shuffling around slowly wearing she's got these really r- ridiculous slippers that right. um they kind of creak so and she <laughs> came to visit me and she's wearing these weird Creaky slippers, and it was just like
2: <laughs>
0: from one end of the apartment to the other. And I'm like, why are you wearing those stupid things? They're just, they're like,
1: and I can imagine, <laughs> I imagine,
0: creaking. <laughs> I
1: can I imagine that really
0: got on your tips. It did didn't very it? quickly within about half an hour of her being here. I was like, oh my god, and
1: <laughs> creaking <laughs> slippers. You see, this is why this is the collect. <laughs> this is why this is the collector's edition because yeah. I, I, I didn't see that coming. Uh, I've never, I am. Um, but and uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, this is good. Let's do another one. Let's do somebody else. Uh, another member of the family. Yeah. You, um,
0: you're just trying to get me to slippered mother to, <laughs> to on. say things that are going <laughs> to piss everybody off.
2: Come <laughs> <Go> on,
1: <laughs> do a, Do another one of your mums. Another month because parents are always fun, aren't they? Mine is just when I think of dad, I think of him, and this goes back, you know, to when I was a kid and stuff. I think of him sort of having a bonfire, poking the fire, or doing the lawn, or right. um, you know, uh, getting on his bike and putting his bike clips on and slowly pedaling off those sort of things i mean they're not it's just funny when i just literally think about dad there's a sort of dad things or, or sat in the um on the in the first class compartment of the train with dad because because dad worked for british railways we got first class travel so until i was about 21 so we used to travel in these absolutely uh, if you've seen harry potter those compartments, yeah. those oh, were yeah, first those class, com- you know, first class compartments. So we used to have those, and Dad sat there, you know, reading the paper with the rest of us in this compartment. So, mm. um, yeah, those sort of things. It's funny you remember, um, that. Does
0: remind me. My dad also had a very idiosyncratic way of making a cup of tea. That what You know, sometimes things very quickly start to just grate on your nerves. Like in the morning, yes. I would hear him downstairs, and I'd hear this. Like this, he was like banging the spoon from side to side rather than stirring it. And I was like, "Why are you doing that? It's so annoying." And when I became a teenager, it 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 just started to really get on my nerves.
1: So, so I presume it
0: gets on your nerves, and also it irritates you because you know it doesn't really work. Yeah, it was just one of those things that was like, "Why? It's just making a lot of noise. That's not the way to stir and it, a cup and of tea." It, no, and
1: the, yes, it wouldn't it wouldn't dissolve the sugar at all. Um, <laughs> Would it really? No,
0: it's just.
1: It's a good point. What he did actually annoying things. So oh, here, here we go, annoying things, and that's where we segwayed even further into this abiding annoying memories of people. <laughs> um, let's get more specific, really.
0: I'm let's to think list things. everybody um, we know, everybody who's listening to this, or we'll just if we know them, what's the most annoying thing about them? <laughs> um,
1: I can talk about quite. I can. I tell you what. I can quite freely talk about something that I was fascinated by when I was a kid so I'd be sat in the kitchen and my granny would be she was a right chatterbox she's no longer with us um so I can bitch about her like this no not bitching that's not the word obviously to talk about her anyway and she used to come around she because they didn't live very far away and she used to come around and talk at my mother and my mother would be trying to get on with householdy things um and granny would be talking at her I mean, and she'd also be repeating the same things. It's like on a very small loop. Sounds familiar. You know, and the thing, yeah, uh, it was like us ranting, <laughs> yeah. ranting about the same old shit, isn't it? And I'd be sat there, just, I don't know, in the kitchen, just, uh, just staring at them. It just kind of, I, I was kind of absorbed with Granny because I could notice that Mum was really kind of like gagging for her just to bug her off. <laughs> and then she'd very slowly move towards the door. Yeah. And then she put her hand on the handle of the door and then she she'd she just turn the handle down and I could see the look of relief building up on my mother's face. <laughs> but I also knew from previous experience that Granny would slowly open the door and then she'd get second or third wind yep. on some piece of shit she was talking about and she'd, she'd just close it again. And then the look on my mum's face, like, oh God, so close, she really went. <laughs> so, I, so and that's the only time my mother, my, the only time my mum, my mother... She doesn't drink at all, my mum. But the only time she drank was when Granny came out for um, right. Sunday lunch. <laughs> and she had a big gin to get through Granny time. Yeah.
0: yeah. That reminded me that um, towards, well, the end of my grand my, my mother's parents, when they were very elderly, they they came to live with us in our tiny house in Marston. And um, it was, you know, it was kind of, a, I was a, uh, like 17 at the time when they think, when they moved in, I think, and it was quite a novelty at first, but, uh, it very quickly, I could see it was just a lot for my parents in, to take. Hmm. Um, but, um, there were like a, a few, This <laughs> one memory of, um, so we had, uh, it was quite a small house. I mean, for, for, for four, well, it was almost like six adults at that point, like my parents, me and my brother, my grandparents, um, and they they had a room on the ground floor, and uh, next to the living room because they couldn't really get up the stairs anymore, and we had a little downstairs toilet, <laughs> and frequently, I would um. I would get into this situation where, I'd be coming out of the living room to go to the kitchen, and my granny would be in front of me. She had a she walked with a, one of those like walking frame things. Like moving mm. along, like, you know, an inch mm. a minute. <laughs> and then mm. I'd turn around to think, I'll just go and sit down. And my granddad would have come out. <laughs> and I'd be like trapped between them in the, in this very narrow hallway <laughs> with my granny in front and my granddad behind me. And it, just, it was like just being in a queue, I'd just have to sort of slowly inch along because I yeah. couldn't go backwards. Yeah. And then yeah. quite a few times I'd be stuck behind my granny. And every step she'd take, she'd be like <laughs> <laughs> letting, out, letting out farts. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god. That's one of the abiding memories I have of them living with us. It's just st- yeah. stuck in this really bizarre situation behind the farting it's like granny. Gaunt-
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a grandparent gauntlet you were caught in, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mike yeah. yeah. But there is something there's some I mean there's there's a classic thing with old people, isn't there? That um <laughs> I don't know how we how we get, this was never, I just thought never, never else was plan for from- because- don't. Oh no no! Oh okay. no! It's just no, you think you're ahead, and no, I'll, I'll get on. No 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 no! no. It's it. that classic thing with old people, old people, which of course we will be quite yeah, soon. Yeah. Um, and that is yes, it's a different pace, isn't it? Yeah. And um, and if you're in a shop, and if if for some reason you've you know you've you you've got things to do, unfortunately, as idlers, we quite often you know we don't mind not having you know we're not rushing off somewhere particularly, but sometimes you are you you know you've got a list of things you've got to do. And if you're in a supermarket and you get stuck behind the old deer who's got that big purse of change, yeah, the big purse <laughs> of change to pay, you know, and and everyone else obviously just has, has has their debit cards and they swipe it now and everything. It goes through very quickly. But then that really slow getting out, well, trying to find the purse of change in the bag first and then getting the purse of change out and then. Attempting to get the right change out just by prodding it and fiddling around with the shrapnel, and then that's not really working. So, then inevitably, <laughs> empty the whole thing out
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> and then and then just sift through it, <laughs> sifting through for the right bits. Yeah. And there's a lot of buttons, and sort of where there's originals in there. Yeah. And that whole thing, you know, if, if you have got things to do, people are, but you know, people do get very, very pissed off. I mean, you know. You have to. You have to ad- adapt your mind. You have to adopt, don't you? You have to sort of change and kind of go. I tell you what, this is going to take a little while. Yeah, um, just gotta accept um, it. You've got to accept it. Really.
0: What was your story? No, you just don't, um I've just a lot of memories are coming back now from from when my grandparents yeah, we were go. living with us. So I mean, another yeah. thing about my, my, I'll bring this up first. My dad had this very, also, it annoyed me when I was a teenager. He would always answer the phone by saying, seven two three seven four one. Like you yeah, never say yeah. hello; it was always the number. No, but then, um, yeah. when my grandparents were living with us, my granddad would quite. If my parents were out, my granddad would answer the phone, but he always get the the number wrong. He'd say seven two three four two. <laughs> 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 that always made me laugh. And There were a number of times where he yeah. would have very muddled conversations on the phone. There was one time, yeah. <laughs> one time. This was so weird, but um, I yeah. was called. I must. I think I was at my friend. Caleb's week because I had a band with him and I was calling home for some reason, and he picked up the phone at the same mm. time to to yeah. make a call. That's that's my memory of it anyway. And I mm. called and I said, "Oh hello," and he said, "Is that Simpkins?" <laughs> like he was, <laughs> and I said, "No, I'm call- I'm calling. It's Mark. I'm calling home," and he just yeah. was completely confused because he thought he was calling somebody, yeah. and. Um, we just had this quite long muddled conversation when I said, No, it's Mark. No, Mark's not here. No, no, this this is this is Mark. I'm I'm calling just to to say, you know, um, I'm gonna be late or something like that. It's like yeah. oh it's not Simpkins. not Simkins. Oh god. No, it's not Simpkins. I don't even know who, who, who Simpkins is. I've Sim- no idea. Who
1: was <laughs> if Simpkins is listening right now, can you please contact
0: yeah. us
2: on guess, our Gmail?
0: It's weird, you know, when I think about my grandparents, actually, because, you know, they've both been dead um, a long time. Mm. And um, it's just I sometimes think about how how they would feel if they were just suddenly to come back to life for a day in, mm. you know, 2019 in this world mm. of social media yeah. and all this stuff. Like, yeah, I think they would be absolutely overwhelmed and flabbergasted. I mean, yeah. they, you know, my, my yeah. grandmother didn't really understand we had a microwave, she didn't understand mm. microwaves. she just always used to think like, well how can it be cooked if it's still cold? But no, mm. it does not mm. it doesn't it comes out hot. And she just could not grasp that a microwave you just put it in and turn it on and it heated your food up instantly.
1: Well, well I have to say Mark I, I mean I don't understand how it works either that. to no. be honest. But I mean like, I know that that's
0: it doesn't magical
2: it.
1: <laughs> Yes, yes that's true. See my parents have got um, they actually do have because my brother's been living with them, mm. uh, and they, so he he managed to get uh, Wi-Fi installed in the house. Right, but they won't. That's it. So they won't have any 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 computer devices or anything or smart television or any, anything. They won't use it in any shape or form, and you can't even you know, they haven't got mobile phones that you can text them right. or stuff like that. You can't send them an email. You can't send them a link to something, you know, like, so sometimes if I made a film, I've made something, it's quite often a link on, you know, on a computer. Mm. And I think, oh, I'd like to show this to mum and dad. He's like, I can't. <laughs> I can't show yeah. it to them. I mean, I could go down there with a laptop, I suppose. Don't have one, but I could have. Um, but I was talking to mum about it last week, actually. And she was saying, they're just very happy very happy not to be bothered by all that stuff yeah. um apps and and I, and I suddenly thought yeah i'm kind of quite jealous yes of them in a sense because they've they haven't had to and and they won't need to and it's fine and they get through a totally analog way with everything mm. they don't need to be in the world of the, the, the digi world you know they're off that age it's fine um and Whereas I'm between the two worlds, really, because, right. you know, I grew I we didn't have a phone until I was 16.
2: Right. Well, Did you know that? I didn't know which that. Which was a bit, That's quite I mean, amazing, I, mean really. I wasn't,
1: I wasn't born in the 1920s. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, we didn't have a phone, um, because I think they just didn't, they, they thought, well, we're just going down and use Granny's, which, you know, granny, as I mentioned before, was just down the road. Mm. So it wasn't until 16 we had a phone, and then so they came very late we all came very late to technology yeah <laughs> you, know, my had a, had a, a, you know a mum had a you know an old style typewriter that I learned to type on right but you know but you know word processors and computers were around but I was still bashing away on this old typewriter because the household had not been introduced to any form of technology yeah tell you what can i just ask one thing because we we have we were contacted before we get onto the topic very soon listeners don't worry it's gonna be very exciting with our special collector's edition topic but before we get onto that um i was contacted by um a listener um from from swindon of course called (laughs) Woos binwood and just check yes Woos binwood was his name is that the best you could go? yeah (laughs) pretty much um and Woos binwood from swindon uh wanted to hear about your lift story. If it's if it, if it's at all possible because you touched upon it last week, ah, the lift story. Okay. And we couldn't really talk yeah. about it because we had another topic on the go. And It's like right. <laughs> you know, there were clashing topics. But anyway, are you happy to tell us your lift story? I'm very
0: happy to talk about the lift story because it it's one of my <laughs> it's a, it's a very funny memory I have of Kirtlington Park. So, let me set the scene. So, this was probably 2006, I would say. And um, at the time, I had recently started putting on these acoustic nights at the Turf Tavern in Oxford, with a friend of mine named Tom. And um, it was on Thursday nights, and on one particular occasion, it was quite a wet evening, and this performer turned up to to you know do her thing, and I didn't have enough microphones, so I thought. You know what? I'm gonna. I'll go the extra mile. I'm gonna go home. I've got a microphone at home. I'm gonna go home and get another microphone for her. So I drove all the way back to Curnington in my clapped-out old VW Golf. Um. And uh, ran into the the house. Got in the lift. Went all the way up to the top floor. Went in, got the microphone. Got back in the lift, and I was I was feeling so proud of myself. As the lift was going down, this is hard to describe because it was a physical thing. I did this little kind of fist bump thing, fist clenching, you know, like uh, Andy Murray does Mm. (laughs) after Mm. he's won a point. I did that and I kind of made this quite sudden movement in the lift, like stamping my foot at the same time. Mm. And as it did so, the lifts just went and stopped, (laughs) ground to a halt. And I was like, oh, no. And I was pressing the buttons and like. Nothing happened. I was like stuck between two floors. I was instantly like, oh no. I didn't start to panic as such, but I was getting a bit worried that I was, you know, how I was gonna get out of the lift. Um I had my mobile phone. I tried for some reason tried calling Bert. He wasn't there and I couldn't get through. And then um there was a there was a phone in the lift. But I didn't know. Who am I going to call? <laughs> Who am I going to call to get me out of the lift? And then um, I, well, I'd been in there for about uh, half an hour. Mm-hmm. And I st- and I suddenly uh, heard some music strike up downstairs, quite loud, sort of like Mozart or something. And uh, so, because I, I didn't think there was anyone in the house, but then it was clear that Christopher Buxton was uh, was downstairs listening to music in his room, but really loudly. <laughs> So I started shouting, you know, like, Help, Mr. Buxton, I'm stuck in the lift. And I kept shouting. And then I heard a door open. And then, you know, the music got louder and I knew that he was coming out. Mm. And I then I shouted down again, Mr. Buxton, I'm stuck in the lift. And then I heard this, you know, very plummy voice go, Oh Mark. Mark, is that you? So yeah, I'm I'm in the lift. It's stuck between two floors. And uh He's like, oh dear, oh dear, uh, well don't well don't worry, I'll come and uh, see what I can do. So then I heard him going downstairs to the bottom and he was, I could hear a lot of sort of banging and clanking around uh, in the lift shaft mm. <laughs> coming up. At this point, I'd been in there for about 45 minutes, you know, and it was beginning to get a bit a bit nervous. And, um, and then the lift suddenly started moving and it Went about uh, I don't know a few feet and then stopped again, and uh, I was like, oh dear, he heard this voice, and then and then he came up. I could hear him shuffling towards the lift door, and and he, and he said something like, "Oh, I don't think I can get it to go any further." And then he managed to get the doors open, mm. and I was like, "There was there," about he was standing there looking up at me, and the lift was like not. Floor level, it was like yeah. between, between floors. Was like halfway down, yeah, yeah. and he was standing there in his, you know, his like smoking jacket, or whatever, a cravat, and mm-hmm. looking like something out of uh, *Brighthead Revisited*. Mm. And uh, and then he's like, um, "I don't think I can get it down any further. I'm afraid you're going to have to, uh, we are going to have to jump." <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, so I, I had to, I had to sort of sit on the yeah. edge of this. The, on the floor yeah. and like jumped towards him, yeah. and he caught me in his arms. Did he?
2: Did he actually catch
0: you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And sort of uh, held on to me. I, and, I mean, uh, this
1: is this is a man who's it who must have been. He must have been already in his eighties by that point, wasn't he? Or, yeah. No, I went. Late, okay, I want to say he
0: caught me. It's not like I didn't jump like, yeah. and he caught me like you know, fireman catching. It was like I jumped onto the. Onto the floor, and yeah. he sort of, you know, yeah, cradled you. Put put crad, cradled me to make sure <laughs> I didn't fall backwards down the lift shaft to my <laughs> to my doom. Yeah, and then you know he said, "What happened?" And I said, oh, "I I don't know. I was just coming down in the lift, oh. and it it just stopped, just stopped for no reason." And then he, and he looked at me suspiciously, like, uh, "Are you sure you weren't doing anything uh, unusual?" <laughs> no, no I did not, not at all I wasn't doing anything it just very strange it just stopped for no reason at all and I could see he didn't believe me but anyway that was um, that was that and then I got back in the car drove all the way back to Oxford uh, I mean it was I don't know like an hour and a half or maybe even two hours by the time I got back there mm. and uh, and I thought well I've got the microphone and then Tom said ah she's left <laughs> <laughs> she's gone home oh, no <laughs> like well bugger that well, bugger Fucking. that so that was uh, yeah. that was my adventure of getting stuck in the lift see that's quite that lift in, in the in the house that I thought was empty I mean if the house yeah. had been empty yeah, yeah. I would have been in, in there all night yeah. until you know Mar- Marcio or whoever came in the morning Yeah, and god knows I mean the, like I said I think last time the first thing that I started thinking was like oh, I'm definitely going to need to go to the toilet yeah. very soon yeah. because now that I'm stuck that's yeah. what happens you're yeah. glad to just like yeah you
1: can't <laughs> so question I just asked you so there was, there is a phone in there i have n- never used I never used the phone in the lift, but did you not think I suppose you could have i mean you could have phoned I mean who could you have phoned I mean ultimately if you'd been stuck there for weeks you would have phoned the police wouldn't you or you phoned the fire brigade what
0: well, I wouldn't be stuck there for weeks I would have called before yeah I've been there for two weeks and I just <laughs> thought I might call the police now um yes, I did think um, um Yes, I wasn't even sure if the phone worked. No,
1: I'm not sure if it ever did because I I never used it. Uh, I never. Mm. I, I don't think. Do you know? I think I did pick it up once and it didn't have a dialing tone. I think it's one of those just things to try and calm your nerves. That if you do get right. stuck, you think, "All so, right, there's a phone." Um, can I just get right to the be right at the beginning of the story before before we move on to our topic, the fist bump thing? I'm a bit concerned about that. So you did the not fist fist bump. Fist pump, pump. is what I meant Sorry, to say. Fist, fist bump. Fist pump. And you did that because yeah. you you managed to get why I was what, just
0: feeling really proud of myself yeah. for having gone home got a yeah. microphone and still going to get the show working and it oh, was like yes oh,
1: I see yes you know what I mean? Every, everything was and going one to one happen that one little movement everything was going to work that for
0: one you. movement because I sort of jumped at the same time as I did it yeah oh, in excitement dear. and
1: that fucked
0: and up the lift <laughs> fucked up the lift oh dear that lift was very temperamental. Yeah, it's should a, have known that. And haunted,
1: as for those of you who listened last week. Well, haunted. Um, yeah. So uh, it's time to move on to the um, collector's edition um, topic, isn't it, Mark?
0: Okay. okay. Yes. Popped up, the collector's edition.
1: There'll probably be some music now, won't there? Something quite collector editionary. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Quite something quite upbeat and yeah. motivational.
1: Motivational. Come on, over to that. <laughs> Ooh, that was motivational wasn't it wow i feel pumped do you feel I pumped feel so, Mark? i feel
0: so pumped i feel hard
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be hard i'm afraid even 3000 miles away the thought of you being hard now is not helping it's not it's not it's not helping it's not um <laughs> It's not a pleasant thought, I'm afraid. No, it's all right. (laughs) I mean, that's okay. It's just an expression, isn't it? You don't actually. Anyway, I'll stop there. Stop there. Yes. Wow. Motivation. How to get. How to get motivated. So, is it from an artistic point of view, which is primarily we're going to be talking about? Mm. um, So this morning, um, I being uh, well, we, we record the show on Monday and it goes out on Friday. So Monday morning. And I've got a long list of things, long, lots of stickies stuck to my computer and onto, on my wall and on my head of things I need to do um, or things not need to do but I want to do to try right. and push projects on and things like that. But it's all stuff that that nobody's asked me to do any of this stuff. This is stuff that I'm just trying to develop my own projects and do things. And, and, and also, uh, amongst all of that, maybe f- actually find some fucking paying work. So... Mm. Um, And I felt this, even though the sun was out this morning, it was rather nice. Um, I suddenly felt like I couldn't be fucked at all with any of it. I suddenly suddenly thought of my age and I suddenly thought I've been through this so many times trying to push things and everything. And a good proportion of the time, those things don't actually (laughs) don't actually lead anywhere. Mm. And I suddenly thought oh dear ah oh, dear do i do i have to do i have to isn't that a way that i can just not be bothered with pushing anything or thinking of any new thoughts or trying to because yeah. um, and and i and and that's what went, and that's why i thought about the motivation thing um because it's there are times when um it's very hard to get yourself going and uh At all about anything, I mean, mind you, you just got yourself going, didn't you, Mark? (sighs) Didn't you? Didn't you? You you got yourself going a bit too much just then, didn't you? Um, no, but 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 you know, I'm sure I was gonna say, but I was gonna say to you, Mark, do you know what I mean? And I know you know, I I do know what you mean, it's very much that. Isn't it? That's a perennial for us. That's a constant. Okay. Well, so some some, some tips or some thoughts on that subject. Over to you, Mark. Well, I'll
0: tell you what. The only thing that really does work for me is actually just doing it. In the words of Nike, just do it. Because I... um, I can get very caught up in that whole thought process like you, thinking, oh, why am I bothering? This is going to go nowhere and blah, 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 blah. But it doesn't really help in any way to think that way for me because all that happens then is I just get really depressed and um, just can't do anything. So I, the only thing i What I find has... I've finally got to a point where I feel the thing that works with me is just sitting down... And doing it, something creative, whether it's just like playing around with a guitar or messing around with my recording stuff. And then, and just thinking, I'm just doing this because it's good to do it. it doesn't matter what the end result is going to be. It doesn't matter whether I actually finish anything or even if it goes nowhere. I'm going to do it because I'm, because that's what I'm. It's what i do and it's what i want to do and it'll be and i try to tell myself it'll be fun <laughs> whether it is or not and and then if you know if, if after i've been sitting down for a while i'm not feeling it you know nothing is really coming out the way I wanted to i just put it to the side and i just go out for a walk or do something completely different i do think you have to make the effort but there is a point where you have to also realize that there's no point just sitting for hours and hours ploughing on with something when you're not feeling motivated. You know, you have to just yeah. think, well, it's it's counterproductive that way. You have to then go and do something different. And I find usually, like, yeah. you know, we talked about this before, going for a walk or just doing something with movement involved or, you know, even just like going out, watching a, watching a movie or watching something.
1: Like, or, oh, oh, oh so, so like having a poo, because <laughs> if you have a poo... If you have a poo, you have a movement, don't you?
0: <laughs> well,
1: okay. I'm, I'm cutting that bit out. No, you're not. You're fucking leaving uh, yes. You fucking leave that in. You fucking You fucking cut that out. <laughs> you leave it alone. That is gold. That is collector's edition gold. That is having a poo. Um, that's why having a poo. We well, just because it's your own fault because you said movement. Um, no, having no, a it's movement. It's your fault. So, yes, a childish it's, mind. <laughs> yeah but where did I get that from Mark? I thought I was I being really inspirational menu.
0: there then you talk about it you ruin it by talking about you were
1: pillar. no no you were you were being I, I felt I, I was getting hard <laughs> <laughs> oh that's horrible oh my dear it's all horrible 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 we're gonna be throwing off iTunes now aren't we yeah oh, <sighs> oh, it was it's been fun anyway this is the collector's edition um so it's important to I don't know um Yes, yes, yes. I agree. I concur. I concur with all of what you just said. Then, in terms of, you just got to fucking do it. And actually, even the difficult thing is, is the you're trying to on a daily basis. You're trying to do something, and it Mm. means maybe over a period of weeks or months or years, something may well come out of all those little days put strung together that you 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 tempted to do something. The best. Um, I could think of a sort of uh, as an example of that is writing a book. So when I wrote this book, that has, of course, gone on to become a, a, a big international bestseller, yeah,
0: global hit,
1: hasn't <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> it? Global hit is uh, is because every day I sat down in the morning and I and I wrote, and then and then got to lunch. I thought, fuck it, I've done enough, and went for a little walk in the afternoon. But it was very, 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 very tempting um, to not do that, especially I was writing during the spring. I think the weather was quite Great. nice. And it was very tempting to think, "Oh fuck it, I'm not doing it today. I just don't feel it." But if you just did it every day, and if I hadn't done it pretty much every day over that period of time, I, it, I would still be, I would still have an unfinished book. Yeah. Um, so it kind of over. So that's the tricky bit is that you you chip away. It's like the big bit of marble in front of you. A big bit of marble is your project. Um, like for me, it might be this this animation project and you chip away at it and it's still not looking like the end, it's not looking like something that um, what's his face? Michelangelo, Michelangelo. would have what's <laughs> his face? Michael- what's his face would have sculpted yet you know, uh, it just looks like a sort of uneven lump of marble that I've been chipping bits out of so it's very difficult to to have that bigger picture thing yeah. Um, and also I would say from what you were saying, some, and this is an expression not mine Okay, I'd like to say it's mad. It's not. I don't know where I heard this, but it's a really useful one. Um, and that is that some days there are no fish. Mm. So it's a fishing yeah. kind of thing, absolutely. basically. You'll just go you'll go down to the river and you'll put your rod out, as it were, and some days there will be no fish. And that's fine. That's, that's fine. Sometimes that's absolutely fine. And that's normal. There will be no fish. and Not to beat yourself up yeah. and go... It's fucking pointless doing Because anything. you have
0: to, um, uh, if you use your analogy, you have to put your rod out every day in order to be there on the days where there are fish. Sorry. You know, that's because right. if you just think, yes, oh, I won't I like fishing today, yes. then you definitely won't yes, catch anything. You know.
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Because I mean, true. That, true. I'll
0: use an example from my last, my, my pre, the week that has been um, in that yes. I've written, I spent every day actually writing songs, like for really been quite disciplined for the first time in a long time and Mm. I spent I think three days working on this one song and it just wasn't coming out how I wanted it to and I got to a point where I listened to it and I thought this is absolutely shite (laughs) Mm. and then I got frustrated and I just I put it to one side but I still and then I just started strumming on the guitar and just I mean intentionally playing a lot of discordant chords hmm. and doing that is what actually I was like oh this, I just started like singing and like oh this is actually quite good so I recorded that and it, and then that very within an hour I, that had turned oh. into a completely different song and it just came out so you've got to go through those days and days of just frustration sometimes and it, like you say hmm. it's just not what you want it to be and it's just there's, it's shapeless and horrible and Awful, in order to get to something that is quite good. Because I mean, I do that even with songs that, I, when I'm recording, you know, I think it's a good song. Ninety percent of the recording process is just painful, and it's just like, oh, this is terrible. Everything sounds mm. crap. And then somehow, yeah. gradually, it does get to a point where the the point comes when you listen, and it's like, oh, actually, sounds sounds all right now. And yeah. then. But it's it is a laborious and painful process. A lot of the time, painful, not physically painful, obviously. But <laughs> it's just oh, but also, God, it's I such think, a grind and depressing. Uh,
1: and also, it's kind of it's also yeah. But also, I think what the added kind of struggle with that is that quite often, let's just say at the moment you're writing, you're writing a lot of speculative mm. stuff, aren't haven't you? So you haven't been commissioned, yeah. Um, As such, but you're writing, it's like you've been writing those covers because you after speaking to your agent, your agent said, well, these sort of like classic songs, but then reinvented, um, you know, that might be a good thing to do. Then you might, we might be able to get some sync placements on TV shows and stuff like that. So you're doing that, but you're not actually being paid. Are no. you? You're not waking up in the morning. And go today. It's like, and that's what I kind of struggle. I mean, I, I, I kind of think I sort of feel a bit jealous of like an old style craftsman that would go down to get up in the morning, go down to his shop, and people might come in and buy. Let's just say he's a cobbler, and he sells cobbles. No, no, <laughs> <do> they sell, <laughs> they sell shoes. <laughs> hey, he sells. Um, that's where I went wrong. Just um, that's where, by the way, when I when I when I opened my cobbler shop. Yeah, so that's why I went wrong. <laughs> People don't want, don't want cobbles. That's and um, so he went down. to... The, yes, he goes down there and um, and basically customers might drift in and out, but it doesn't matter because he's got shoes that pe- that people have already. You know, he's measured people's feet. <laughs> I have no idea. I should never, I should never have embarked on this cobbler thing. Uh... <laughs> I don't really know. What, I mean, I don't make fucking shoes. I don't know what they do. But anyway, stay with me. So he goes down there. But no, what I'm imagining is he's got a list of customers who have said, "Right, I want these shoes," and they're going to. And he's been paid for. them, He's been commissioned to make these yes. shoes for these customers. So he sits down there, okay, in his little workshop on a little annex off the main shop, if you can imagine that. And every day he's doing that. And he knows that he's that pair of shoes is is going to be is being bought by this particular customer. He has clients and that must feel so satisfying because at the end of the day, he you know, he knows that he's made some money doing what he does. And that is not how it feels for me most Mm. of the time. For most of the time, I think I have no I have no idea if what I've done or what I'm working on today is going to eventually be. You know is going to turn out to be something that anybody wants, um, and worries me. Poor Bruce, poor, <laughs> poor Bruce. I mean, nobody's making nobody's making me live like this. But it is there must be lots of creative people who are in the same yeah. position, who you know they haven't been commissioned for something, but they go right. This is my skill. Let's say you're a photographer. And it's like, well, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get some photographs for my book. They call it, they, that's, that's what they, they do. They call it their book, don't they? Do they? It's like their, that's it. Yeah, it's like their portfolio right. stuff. Okay. So they they go out and they take pictures regardless of being commissioned, and they meant, might then try and sell them onto a sort of a photo library or something. But there, lots of people, you know, writers writing a book and you're you haven't been commissioned to write the book. You're trying to get a book commissioned. I mean, that must be fucking extraordinary levels of motivation. Yeah. Um, and um, to do that because you can't bang out as I know you can't bang out a book uh, in, in a week
0: right um, I mean I think the only way of staying motivated is is just to not think about the monetary aspect of it you know if you start thinking wow well, oh, yeah. this is, oh, is going to make me some money then it, that's uh, very quickly can just lead to feeling really down about the whole thing I think you just have to be f- focused on the thing itself and if you believe that it's yeah. good and worth doing that in itself mm-hmm. has to be enough just that you think it's worth pursuing
1: I think I think you're right that it should be enough this is a theme by mm. the way I know probably listeners who have listened to the show before this is a bit of a motif of ours isn't it but um, uh, it should be enough doing that but I think the ghastly realities of living and paying expensive rents and stuff is it's very 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 difficult to keep that out of your brain yeah because because i I love playing the piano I like love writing music on the piano and then I'll pop it up on soundcloud or something or it might get used and there's some music for a little film or something but um I just love doing it uh and but then there is often after maybe spending an hour playing the piano i I' have to stop and kind of go yeah but nobody's hearing this and probably there's a good chance nobody will hear this mm. and it does reek of some sort of madness because you think art oh, needs no justification or anything else like that but you kind of go it does feel a bit mad because if one person hears the music just one and they really like it you kind of go yeah okay that was that was important but um, I'm sure there's stuff I've written that nobody's listened, heard um, and certainly never made any money out of but i which something which i actually have you know a bit of music that i actually have really enjoyed making and i think yeah that's really good I oh, got excited about it and thought that's a really good thing but then you know you pop it on soundcloud and nobody listens to it or one or two people listen to it by accident or something um so yeah it is i'm just saying it's not it's not easy it's not yeah. easy it's not easy is it um, is it, is it? Is it? Because that motivation? That's not really up enough, is it? Let's try and make it. This it is more, demotivating. In
0: um. <laughs> fact, I think I'm going to go and kill myself now.
1: <laughs> no, I think the important thing. I know, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to make it real, Mark. I'm was, trying to make it real. Yeah. But often all this this motivational shit you read online about you know you can achieve anything. You can well, here's, do anything. It's actually bullshit. Here's wank, the thing, isn't
0: it? I think that you. This is what I'm thinking about right now. As you said, all that is that yeah. you got to really. Analyze very clearly in your head. What is your what's your reason for doing something? What like when I sit down and Write a song I think what's what's my reason for doing this is this just for me to write something That I think is good and that I would like people to hear or am I doing something because I want to get this? you know in a TV show and Uh Make me some money and if it's if it's mm-hmm. the latter, then I have to think. Okay, well, if I want to get it in a TV show and make money, then I need to know what kind of thing I have to do because I can't just do anything and think that's enough. Okay, well, that because I think it's good. It's gonna. It should be in a TV show. I've got to look at well, what kind of thing is gonna is gonna have a better chance of. Getting used, like what sort of lyric, what kind of mood, what kind of tempo, yeah. you know, even like the the genre and the style. Because if I just sit here and like churn out like a sort of very nineteen sixties sounding thing, like I do normally, I know that those kind of things are not really going to have that much chance of getting picked up. Um, uh-huh. So I have to sort of load the uh, what's the word, stack the. Cards load the dice. What's the thing (laughs) in my favor by making you know? I mean, I can't suddenly sit down and just you know, write something that's like contemporary pop because I just don't have the skill production Mm -hmm. wise to to write that or the interest. To be honest, I have to, it has to be something that I like still, but I try to um, give it as many elements that will give it more of an opportunity Mm. than just. Randomly coming up with something. I mean, that, that, that was really long-winded, and I've said that before. But you really have. I do think you have to know what it, why you're creating something. That's the main thing that drives what what it is that you create.
1: So, when you mean why you're creating, what you're thinking about the market. Well, it, it, is that is that is that, is that, what, you, is that what you mean? Um, the market for because because Mark unleashed basically I said right next week I, you know just all I'm asking you is to write three new songs but um, but you know just whatever you want to write doesn't matter if they're commercial or not commercial whatever just write three songs that's different to what you you yeah, talking because- about yeah because you're talking about doing something more like craftsman-y aren't you like going back to my cobbler because basically it's like you are a cobbler you can make shoes Okay. Well, obviously you can't. But anyway, (laughs) beating at me. Or maybe you can. But anyway, um, and you uh, help me here, Mark. Well, okay. Using the shoe analogy, it would be like say (laughs) somebody do it, do it
0: coming. You like say okay. Even if you don't have a customer, you know that if you make a pair of sturdy walking, comfortable walking shoes in a size nine, that is something that a lot of people need. You're going to have more chance of. Someone buying those than if you made a pair of yes. really wacky stilettos, like in a yes. size fifteen. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's
0: like they yeah. made like, okay. These are amazing shoes, and they look great, yes. and the, it's a work yes. of art. But no one's ever going to wear them because they don't. Mm-hmm. Or buy therefore yeah, buy them because yes. there aren't many uh, people who want to wear a size fifteen stiletto heel mm-hmm. <laughs> pair of shoes. So. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say, I guess is that you need to know what will sell ultimately. Yes. I mean, if that's if you're thinking about that's your goal is to is to sell something, you have to know what's yes. what sells. And then you've yes. got to work out if I mean, I'm still I'm still figuring all, all this out because, you know, I musically I do a very specific thing and it isn't, you know, mm-hmm. it's not what you would call contemporary or um modern but i try to Mm -hmm. i guess i try to like put elements that are more contemporary and modern in what i do in the hope that it will fly yeah (laughs) because there is you know there is a market for everything really if if Mm -hmm. you can make it as viable as possible in for what it is Uh, i'm really not explaining this very well
1: no i think but, but there are just to, to some we, we, we've hit the hour mark so i'm, I'm mm. aware that even though this is the collector's edition that we shouldn't we shouldn't over motivate people <laughs> <laughs> i don't think there's any danger of that trick and there's a trick, <laughs> trick we might be over motivated i would not like lots of people running around over motivated that'd be awful wouldn't it yeah. um you know thinking they can do anything because you can't you sorry everybody. you bloody well can't do everything um but i think what we're talking about here is basically uh if you like if you like painting you can just paint whatever you like it doesn't matter if you're thinking about i want to paint to as it for a living then you have to be aware of the market you have to be aware of things to some extent of yes. things that sell but even within that there is the thing that you may well just really, you know, you going back to Van Gogh, he just, he loved painting and he was a very good painter, but he sold fuck all in his lifetime. Mm. Um, so, those people, they, they must be allowed, they must be allowed to exist. There must be room for people who just do their stuff yeah. and, and, and if they end up dying in a garret through starvation, that's horrible. But at least they do, do they were allowed to they were allowed to die. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Motivation, motivation. No, no, hang on, hang on. Motivation, yeah. hopefully that's really so. <laughs> so there you go. Tea. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, everyone. It's quite straightforward really, if you think about it. So the best thing to do uh, is to be a lawyer or an accountant. No, no, don't do those things. Because they're just fucking boring. Um, best yeah. best to to um to do what you enjoy doing, isn't it, isn't it right? As long as it doesn't hurt anybody, scare yeah. the horses. Um, with an eye to the market, I think I better stop talking right now. I mean, I'm, I think I'm gonna sh-
0: go go on. Yeah, no, I just I I would do on. genuinely think there is a, <laughs> there is a way of doing what you love and what is your passion and making it a career. Yeah. It's just it's much harder to actually. Figure it out when it's not something tangible, you know. Like, you know, if you make mm-hmm. shoes, it's an, you're making a tangible yes. product yes. that a lot of people are yes. going to want. Yes, you know, if you're making yes. films, it's a tangible product, yes. but it's much more uh, ethereal, isn't it? Because you
1: and also a lot more expensive, and a lot, yeah,
0: and a lot, lot more effort is in, involved, and, and more people and more expenses to 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 make yes. it.
1: a bit more complicated. Um. Yes. Good. Well. Um. That's. Well. I hope. Um. Uh. <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I hope that you'll take away from this a lot of inspiration to go out and do things and make things that you want to make. Um. And it's been. Well. Actually, Mark. Is there any way we can end with one, another of your tunes? There was a tune. There was a cover. There was another cover you mentioned the other day, and I thought I want to hear that. Oh. The, what was it? Just what I've
0: covers done you recently? Of, uh, that, I did a cover of. um katrina in the waves walking on sunshine i'm happy to put that on the end because i think well, you've
1: done that oh can you can you put i it can on put it on yeah, yeah i love that song. Um, I'm, I'm very happy with how that i'd like turned to hear out. your version oh good yeah. good 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 all right excellent well thank you very much for listening everybody um and uh, this has been your collector's edition and i hope it's been um a
0: satisfying one see you next time see you next time